At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Vison's Bet Center here on a Saturday night here in Sin City. I'm Jeff Parles out of Burke alongside. Happy to be with you. Getting tighter. Super Bowl coming your way next Sunday, of course. Bengals, Rams. Two teams that have historically not been good. Someone's getting a Lombardi trophy, either the second one for the Rams or the first one for the Cincinnati Bengals. Adam, uh, I, we talked, we, we promoted the help desk, which, uh, Again, uh, Adam Burke uh, is answering your questions along with other great personalities that we have here at the network at the Visa Help Desk for the big game. And we there was a question about what not to play in this game, what bets to avoid. So, give you the floor here. What are what, what are we not betting for the big game here? Well, as I talked about already, I'm I'm not betting the coin toss. Yeah, it, I, I know everyone everyone's <laughs> going to do it. No one's going to listen to me. That's perfectly fine. I get it. Um, the other stuff like. Betting odd, you know, you'll see things like odd or even. Will the, will the Bengals' point total be odd or even? Will the final score be odd or even? There's really no, you know, concrete way to handicap something like that. So that's not really worth it. Also, anything that has, like, an exact number, you know, the exact number of touchdowns, the exact number of points a team wins by, the exact number of points in the final score, stuff like that. It's just, look, I know everyone looks at these and they see the big plus money prices, but there's a reason why there's big plus money prices on those exact number of things so that's not something I look at either play you know over-unders of touchdowns over-unders of field goals over-unders of player receptions stuff like that where you can actually handicap something as opposed to just you know trying to pinpoint the exact number you know you're you're just not really setting yourself up for a whole lot of success like that and the other thing here and and I know you know the, the fun police here once again but I think Jeff will agree with me on this one you always see, will there be a safety? Will there be overtime? And, you know, it's plus 800 for a safety, yes, and minus 2,000 for no, or minus 1,500 or whatever else. There is a reason why the no is juiced that heavily. You know, we typically, we've we gotten overtime once in the Super Bowl. We've had 55 of them. You know, I know everyone looks at that safety, the first score of the safety in that game. Was it Denver and Carolina, I think? Denver and Seattle. Denver and Seattle. There you go. Um, you know, look, that was a complete outlier. Absolutely enormous outlier. You know, the safety the safety thing just doesn't happen. And if it does, plus 800 is not the right number for that. So, you know, I know people want to bet a little to win a lot, but you're just chasing at that point, and, and you're, for the most part, throwing money away historically. Pretty sure it was two out of three Super Bowls, too. Wasn't that second Patriots-Giants a yeah. safety uh, on an intentional ground? Yes. Tom Brady? Yeah, but the last four Super Bowls, no safety. 
you know, so it's kind of gotten back to normal. We had a couple of years where it had a little bit of a fun run, but now it's mostly back to normal. And again, just think about, think about the NFL regular season, right? And how many safeties there actually are throughout the course of the year. And now you've got one game in a vacuum. You know, the reality is there's probably not going to be a safety in it. No, the, uh, I look, I don't want anything to do with the uh, safety. As we know, Adam, the only, uh, the only overtime game in Super Bowl history, quite frankly, should never even have sniffed overtime. That's very true. The, uh, the 28-3 comeback with New England, of course, ending up winning that game 34-28. Uh, that uh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady guy's pretty good. He's not bad. By the way, there were eight safeties in the NFL for the entire regular season. Surprised it was that low. I Yeah. I am and too. they played an extra week, too, this year. Right. I'm I'm looking at pro football reference wow. right now. Eight of them for the season. And we got arguably the best safety in the history of the league this year, too. Yes. Yes, we did. Yes. Uh, throwing a screen pass in your own end zone, not a good idea. No, and definitely not. And as crazy as it is, that stupid play is part of the reason the Miami Dolphins ended up out of the playoff picture one week earlier than they should have. Yeah. It's... Uh, <laughs> Again, the the overarching theme here, it, it's a very rare thing to happen as a safety. And, and you know, plus 800 is just not enough value to, to take a bet like that. And, again, I, I apologize for being the fun police here, but, you know, it's just not it's, it's just not something that, that you want to go chasing when there are a lot of other opportunities to make money out there in the prop market. Adam Burke doesn't like fun, guys. That's uh, that, that's Sorry. If you, if you got anything from this show tonight, that is all you have to get. Uh, uh, on that. All right, Adam, let's, uh, I want to just go back real quick. Uh, we, we touched on in the last segment, just the anytime touchdown prop real quick, uh, again, cause this is, a and this really, it, the injuries to the tight ends really to me were, is what kind of messed up this market betting wise for me because Kendall Blandon would, would, was the guy I was looking to attack in this market and a plus two forty, you just can't do it. Guy had three catches the entire season, no touchdowns and a touch had, Inevitably enough, the first touchdown in the in the Rambuck game, of course, at four catches last week after Higby got hurt. Uh, but I, it's tough to find anything on this board other than what you said before. Acres a plus 15, one fifteen is solid. Uh, I think Higgins a plus one fifty five is solid as well, because more more than likely here, Jalen Ramsey is going to be locked up with Chase the whole way which is going to open stuff for Higgins. So Higgins would be the guy that I would look at. I, I, T. Higgins is the guy now that, Bland, now that we're starting to see Blandon props populate, and they're pretty similar to what I thought Higby props were going to be. The guy that I'm going to be looking at is T. Higgins in this game because you know he's the safety blanket. As much as I like Tyler Boyd, the Bengals really don't use Tyler Boyd as much as they should. So Higgins is the guy that I'm looking at in this game over receptions. You take a little little small sprinkle on a on an anytime touchdown as well. Higgins, by the way, to be the first Bengal scorer of a touchdown at plus six fifty. Like a little bit more, but that's not horrible, all things considered. No, and I agree with you. And again, as like I talked about, I start trying to figure out what the game plan is going to be, what the coordinators are thinking. There has to be a contingency plan for the Bengals offense if Jamar Chase gets blanketed. Look, they may try to take shots. If it's just Ramsey one-on-one, they will take shots at that matchup, and I certainly understand why. But if it's Ramsey plus help, somebody else has got to be open. And to your point, I think T. Higgins is that guy. And that is typically something that I try to do with every Super Bowl is you know, the wide receiver two, the wide receiver three, maybe a you know, fourth option, something like that. 
which guy do I think is going to have a big game because the top guy is going to get the most attention. And typically, you know, if a team's in the Super Bowl, they probably have at least one really good cover guy, maybe two. So I try to figure out who's going to be the guy that benefits. And I think with so much attention paid to Jamar Chase here, T. Higgins is exactly the guy I'm looking for. You know, Higgins, look, Higgins is Higgins was great in the second half against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Who's really good against Tennessee as well. He's the guy that I'm looking to attack on this one. As you see on your screen, though, in the second, Jamar Chase props. It's so fascinating because Jamar Chase's 80 and a half is a big number. And because Cooper Cup's number is so outrageously high, anywhere from 102 and a half to 107 and a half right now in the market, depending on where you're looking. The chases the chase numbers don't look quite as bad, but I don't know how you bet anything chase wise over in this game, especially seeing after what Kansas City was able to do when they decided, all right, we're not gonna let you beat us in this game. And you gotta imagine that the Rams are going to do the same. And look, it all kind of depends also as well if, if Jalen Ramsey is on his game or not, because we have seen Jalen Ramsey get toasted from time to time. Right. And of course, too, I mean, the, the over five and a half receptions that we just flashed on the screen was juiced at minus 150. Like, there's no way I'm playing that. By the way, real quick here, to that T. Higgins point. Mm-hmm. So T. Higgins only played 14 games. Jamar Chase played 17. Higgins only had 18 fewer targets than Jamar Chase. And he missed three games. So if he plays all 17 games, those guys are probably pretty close in terms of targets. And Chase only had seven more receptions. So I think Higgins is just generally going to be a little bit underpriced here in this game because of all the highlight reel stuff that Chase does and how people, you know, root for points in the Super Bowl and so on and so forth. You're paying a premium on Chase, but I think Higgins may be a little bit undervalued in the prop market right now. No, I look, I don't disagree with you. And just looking at Chase. The last five games, the Raider game, he did nothing. He had one catch for 10. That was it. Other than that, the last five games, 103 on six catches last week against Kansas City, seven for 96 against Tennessee, uh, three for 62, less catches, but yardage against Kansas City. Obviously, he had that humongous game against Baltimore late in the season, the 12 for 194, two touchdowns. Not going to replicate that in this game, but at least – a scenario where 69 and a half and five and a half receptions, juicy Adam. It is. That is that, that was, I will say that it is a little bit worse than it was last week because uh, against Kansas City it was five and a half plus money mm-hmm. in most spots or five flat, like you see here. I still think that's pretty good over five and a half receptions on Higgins. Every, all the numbers you said back it up. And look, if they're going to, if the Rams are going to try to take someone out, they're not going to try to take Higgins out. They'll, they'll want Higgins and Boyd being the guys, if they're going to get beat, those are the guys that are beating you, not Chase. Right, exactly. And and one of the things I wrote about in the free big game betting guide over at vcin.com with regards to prop betting, think about the game state, right? As I've talked about a few times here already, the Rams are favored by four and a half. The expectation is that they are leading in the second half of this game. What that means for the Bengals is they'll have to throw the football. So that's going to give T. Higgins opportunities. Look, it's entirely possible that Cincinnati plays like the, the greatest first half of the year and their defense kind of flips the script and plays really well in the first half, and they're up 17 nothing, you know, 17-7, something like that, going into the second half. That could happen. But again, just thinking about the game state, thinking about how this thing is most likely to play out, it suggests to me that T. Higgins will get a lot of targets, that the Bengals will throw the football quite a bit, even though we've seen some sharp money on Burrow under pass attempts. I just don't know how big of a factor like Joe Mixon ends up being throughout this game to the point where Burrow has to throw, in my opinion, and I think Higgins is the guy he'll look for. 
Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I'm a little, I'm not overly shocked that Burrow's passing attempts is something that sharper betters are looking to play under. But hey, look, here's the problem with that. If Cincinnati gets behind two scores in this game, Burrow's going to throw the ball 50 times. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, And I agree with you. I don't think Mixon is going to be utilized that much in this game. And we kind of talked about it last week, previewing the AFC title game. If Mixon had 20 carries, that would have been a bad sign more times than not for Cincinnati. So, uh, yeah, no, I look, I, I'm, I'm with you and I are simpatico on T. Higgins props in this one. A little more props to get to. We'll update you as well. Gonzaga, their game at BYU underway. We'll give you an update there at the Marriott Center in Provo. That's next. VEASAN's Bet Center rolls along. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Do you have any questions about betting the big game? Wondering about how to hedge, or maybe you are looking for some unusual props or insight from one of our hosts? The VSIN Big Game Help Desk is here for you. Submit your questions at vsin.com slash Super Bowl, and it can be answered by our experts on air or at vsin.com, as Adam Burke has already answered a few at vsin.com. The VSIN Big Game Help Desk, available now, vsin.com slash Super Bowl. It is VSIN's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Parles, Adam Burke alongside. Happy to be with you. Adam, oh, I'm just I'm curious. Because you are one of the one of the few that are going to be answering these questions, at least directly on on the website. Some of these questions, of course, will make it to our to our airways. I'm curious to see when when this exercise is all, when when the game is passed and everything. Who owns the best question and who owns the worst question? Yeah, and I'm more I, intrigued about the latter than the, than the former. Me too. I mean, we're not we're not answering every question. I'll put it to you that way. So the worst question may have already come in. Um, but yeah, you know, I think that it, it's kind of an interesting exercise, right? To see kind of where our average reader and listener is and also sort of see, you know, the people that are maybe soaking up more, not only of our coverage, but just of, of coverage across the country as legalization has become such a thing and so many states are on board. I think it's kind of an interesting exercise in that, just sort of a case study to see, you know, how 
certain how some people think about sports betting and, and specifically in a game like this how other people do you know, I think it's going to be a pretty interesting exercise in a lot of ways, and, and hopefully people get something out of the answers that myself and our other experts will provide. Be fun to see. It will. Fun to see over the next week. By the way, quick I'm, up- I'm looking for somebody who's got a sense of humor who's going to ask, which, what should I bet on the coin toss? Just from listening to this show. Just specifically for you. <laughs> I know, right? So what does Adam Burke say I should bet on the coin toss? <laughs> be great. Quick update NBA first before we get some college stuff here. The Lakers, who were getting dominated in the first half, and because this is the National Basketball Association and teams stop playing and no lead is safe, the Lakers on the uh, on the coattails of Malik Monk in this third quarter, as we all expected, Adam, have a lead at 80-79. to 79. Monk now with 19 points leading the way for L.A. Lakers two-and-a-half-point favorites live right now over the Knicks. Uh, 232-and-a-half-year live total four minutes ago, third quarter. Yeah, and there's a gentleman uh, right behind us here who actually, I don't think it's an in-game wager. I think it's a full-game play on the Lakers, so I give him credit for not giving up on it, sticking around to watch the game, and also he's been very excited the last few minutes here. There we go. Uh, not on our screen, unfortunately, <laughs> right now. He's uh, he's tucked below our studio because of the way uh, we're uh, we're elevated above uh, some of the uh, sports book here at Circa. All right, Adam, uh, also in college hoops, Kentucky, uh, Kentucky's a... Uh, not finished off Bama officially yet. 45 seconds ago, Kentucky leading 64-53. Uh, just again, Alabama has Alabama has not shot the ball well from three. And when your team is built on shooting the ball from three, regardless of the circumstance, that's usually not a recipe for success. And again, Bama, assuming that they don't pull off a, an absurd comeback in the last 39 seconds, going to be heading to 14-9 and nine on the year. I do want to ask you about a different game here, one that was played earlier that I know you were watching and and following along with in that noon window. Uh, What happened today between Illinois and Indiana? Oh, boy. Well, first off, I was on Indiana, so that did not end well for me. First half was pretty even. Horrible officiating, which is par for the course in a game that's officiated by Bob Borowski. And and then Illinois just dominated them. Look, Illinois, to me, because last year, when you have the Sunmu and you have Kofi Cokeburn, and you lose in the second round of the tournament, too. Look, Loyola was good. They were a good eight seed, underseeded, really just a vicious draw for Illinois. Uh, kind of like the year, I, I guess that's almost eight, nine years ago. I remember Wichita State got a seven with Kansas as the uh-huh. two, and he had the in-state, the, the big boy in-state who refuses to play you, and you get a crack at him in the NCAA tournament, and you really beat them up the whole way, and that's what Loyola did. I didn't think Illinois was going to be anywhere near as good. I don't think they're quite the team they were by the end of last year before obviously falling in a tournament. But they're getting really good play from Cokeburn again, who struggled or struggled at a time earlier in the year. He had the issue with the pre-NIL, NIL stuff earlier in the year. But Cokeburn looks like himself again. And if that's the case, Illinois is a legit threat to make a run in the NCAA tournament. It was an interesting day in the Big Ten as a whole here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Rutgers by 21 over Michigan State. Sparty, a two-point favorite in that game. They gave up 84 on the road there to Scarlet Knights. Well, first off, giving up 84 to that offense is a is you, you had a bad day at the office if you did that. The the one thing, and that was look, this is where sometimes when you're betting college basketball and you have a line that makes no sense, that there's a reason that line makes no sense. That was one where if I was 
looking at it, I was like, oh, Michigan State probably should be four at Rutgers. They were three and a half at Maryland with what it closed at. They were four most of the day and probably about the same, even though uh, Rutgers has been quite good at home this year. They've been terrible away from, uh, I guess that's now Jersey Mike, Jer- Jersey uh, Mike's arena. Now they're now at the rack instead of just the rack. And Rutgers pummeled them in the second half. And Rutgers, uh, this is a Rutgers team that has lost home games this year to, uh, to they lost a home game to Lafayette at home this year, which is it's not a good uh, Lafayette Leopards team this year. Well, and then that's the thing, too. Like, that's what I like to do after every college basketball day is to go through, look at these box scores, kind of try to figure out what happened. You know, was there somebody that didn't play? I know we talked about some key injuries uh, in some of the earlier games here today. I think it's so important to go through, do the box score study, decide if it was a one-off, if it was something that, you know, you said, Michigan State, bad day at the office. They gave up 84 points to Rutgers. Is that a more concerning sign going forward? Was it just a situation where maybe they didn't give a good defensive effort or maybe Rutgers just shot the ball extremely well? You know, you try to take the game and the result and then see what it means for the upcoming game or games coming down the line. So that's something that I do uh, pretty frequently in point spread weekly, actually. It's something I think is a really good practice for people to get into, especially after the Super Bowl is done and people are looking for things to bet on. And you can really hone in on college basketball and look at those box scores, look at you know where the line started, where the line ended up and all that, and see if you can find something actionable for upcoming games. Michigan State, by the way, plays Wisconsin, who played just an ugly basketball game. <laughs> Today against Penn State, they won. They didn't cover 51-49. That was 18-13 at halftime, Adam. So it was a brutal game at the Kohl Center, but Wisconsin got it done. By the way, to answer your question, Rutgers shot 61%. Probably not happening in their next game. <laughs> what Just going to throw that out there. What makes you say that? <laughs> then again, I said the same thing, not, not that anyone cares about Portland State and Northern Colorado, but I said the same oh, thing about, about Portland State. And then I bet Northern Colorado last night again, or two nights ago, whatever it was, and Portland State just went ahead and, you know, had a ridiculous night from three as a 29% three-point shooting team. So it does happen, but you do expect regression to the mean with an outlier performance like that. Rutgers, by the way, gets Ohio State in the middle of the week next week. That's their next game. That is a home game, though, in in New Brunswick there. So uh, it'll be interesting to, uh, to look at that there. Ohio State, by the way, plays Maryland tomorrow. Uh, on a college basketball Sunday that really just doesn't have any zest whatsoever tomorrow. That's all right. We got the Pro Bowl. But, hey, we got the Pro Bowl. We have a uh, we have the uh, the end of the mascot challenge for the NHL All Star Game as well at the Convention Center here in town. We're we're all covered. We are. We're very much covered here. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Uh, I will say, uh, considering going down there for the NHL Fan Fest tomorrow to see the end of the. Uh, See the end of the mascot thing that honestly more intriguing to me than the uh, actual All-Star game. I I don't think so. You don't think I, so? I don't think so. Oh, I'll on. be watching the Pro Bowl. Oh, there we go. By the way, uh recent Pro Bowl history here, Adam. We 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 can cover this right now. Here's my question. What happened in 2018 and 2016? What happened? 33 points? What happened? There? I, I don't I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> After, uh, Did everybody opt out on I mean, offense? Thirty-three. Oh man! By the way, I would not. Again, you and I said it earlier. We have no bets on the Pro Bowl because we hate fun. We we definitely. Uh, well, you definitely. One of, one of us does. You definitely don't like fun. <laughs> I, I look. Uh, I for whatever. I will say this. 
there seemed to be more better. There seemed to be better players playing in the Pro Bowl than usual this year because the AFC quarterbacks, other than Josh Allen, all decided to play. Yeah. Which, again, the, the benefit of at least for that, that game that the Chiefs didn't make the Super Bowl, Mahomes is playing, Kelsey's playing, Hill's playing. So you get all those great players from the Chiefs that you normally would, wouldn't have. By the way, that is not the case on the NFC side where basically every player that made it on a, on, a, on the original vote is not playing on the quarterbacking position. Well, Josh Allen's still playing well this weekend. He's just doing it at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. That's right. That's right. The, Pe- the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Yeah, nice shot out of the bunker today. Yeah, it was a great shot. <laughs> it's much better than anything I can do. That's all I know for sure. By the way, three-way tie at the top uh, in the uh, AT&T Pe- Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Uh, Andrew Putnam, Tom Hoagie, Bo Hessler. At the, or Bo Hostler, I should say, at the top at 16 under. No, our guys on long shots have a bunch of live ones, including Tom Hoagie, going to tomorrow. So check that out on uh, there. When we get back, Mark Meltzer, like Seltzer, going to join us next on uh, best spots to watch the big game if you're in town here in Vegas next on Beeson's Bet Center. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to VSN's Bet Center. You know that VSN is the best place to get all of your betting insights for the big game. And right now, you can sign up to get our free big game betting guide. It is a digital guide that gives you trends, strategies, props to watch, and tips from all of our experts. Visit vsin.com slash Super Bowl to get your guide today. Get ready for the biggest weekend of the year for football betting. vsin.com slash Super Bowl for the big game betting guide. It is vsin's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Parles. Adam Burke alongside Adam. It is a good thing I did not take BYU tonight. I considered it overnight. Uh, it was a it, it was a, not the most fun days of college basketball for myself. Uh, it's a good thing I didn't. BYU getting 13, getting smacked around early by the Zags, 25 to 9 there in Provo. Yeah, this live line up to 23 and a half at oh DraftKings. You know, but there was one last week where you had UC Santa Barbara against Hawaii. They started out 23 to 4. Yes, and, and then lost the game. Found some way to lose <laughs> the, game. the game. I don't. I don't think Gonzaga will will be losing the game here, but we'll see if this one gets any closer throughout the night. Yeah, I will say it was not a uh, not a great week for the Gauchos. Not no. a great week for the Gauchos. Not at all. Of UC Santa Barbara. Uh, we're going to bring someone in who's always always seemingly having a good time around town. Uh, Mark Meltzer with us right now. Of course, uh, you can find him on the tweets at Meltz Vegas. You can find him on Instagram as well at Meltz Vegas. And it's it's worth your time because uh, man about town here in Vegas, Mark Meltzer. Mark, appreciate you hopping on. And, and let's just start off. Of course, you have a lot of people hopping into town this week. What advice do you give someone who's making their first trip here to Vegas or making the annual trip to Vegas uh, for the big game? Anybody visiting for the, for the big game to bet on that has got to, has got to uh, either um, place their bets early in person if they prefer having a paper ticket or funding a mobile account. And the thing with mobile accounts in Nevada, they're they're entirely separate from the rest of the country. So, for example, if you're uh, from New Jersey and you have a Caesars account, you cannot use that account here. You have to set up a brand new Caesars account. And when you set up an account in Nevada, you have to actually go into the sportsbook. The process takes about 10 minutes. It's 
really painless, but if you wait until the last minute to either place a bet, sign up for a mobile account, you're going to be stuck in line. And honestly, nobody visits Las Vegas to stand in line. Mark, so looking at the Super Bowl here, you know, pretty much four and a half across the board with the Rams as the favorite, total 48 and a half for this one. I know that you do a lot of stuff covering Vegas, but you also follow the sports betting industry as a whole. What have you kind of seen so far? What have been some of the more notable developments about the Super Bowl? So, (laughs) turns out I have not really been paying much attention to the Super Bowl right now as far as those notable wagers. So, um, you know, I, I do not keep track of the six figure, seven figure wagers, just not what I'm into personally. It's not what I'm asked for for work. And I don't care about people's wagers that are not my own. So that's a personal, that's a personal, just uh misgiving on my part. That's not really going to cross over for a lot of people. So I, I don't like to burst your bubble about that. I've been trying to focus mostly in uh, Nevada and what's happening here. Mark, uh, just just again, you you mentioned the uh, the mobile sign up being different here in Vegas, which yes, it's very it's a much different process to what everyone is because there's no mobile sign up in Nevada as opposed to everywhere else in the country, basically. Where, you, like you said, you have to come into the book. Speaking of those books, though, Mark, we, for people that are coming in, obviously behind us, we have a, the world's biggest screen here at Circa. There are a lot of options to watch the game. Where are some of your personal favorites for people to uh, to watch the game, either either Fremont uh, on the Strip or maybe off the beaten path, off the Strip and, or off uh, Fremont in general? I've pretty much experienced every kind of Super Bowl environment from private VIP parties to, uh, you know, just hanging out at a sports book. And I personally would prefer being in a sports book environment. And for me, I'm a size king when it comes to sports books. I like the biggest and the best, the ones by you. Where you are right now is one of my favorite. It's cavernous, so it, and it gets very loud in there. The Westgate's obviously one of the best. The Red Rock is uh, out where I live is one of my favorites as well. But there's uh, some smaller ones that I enjoy as well. Rampart. Some people really enjoy Aria. It has sort of a living room feel, even though it's a little, the screens are a little bit outdated. Watching Super Bowl in the book is, for me, my favorite. Uh, but if you're looking for a party, a large group, I recommend looking off strip um, because you're going to save money. You could probably, you can find at the South Point or one of the other uh, studios for VSIN, uh, you can find free parties there. You're going to have to pay for everything as you go, but hey, it's free to get in and you pay for whatever you're eating and drinking, which is not a big deal. When you're looking on the strip and off the strip, um, obviously Circa has a few different venues. The D has some venues, the downtown event center. Uh, is an outdoor thing. There's free seating. There's reserve seating. Sort of gives you different options. And it's uh, it's winter in Vegas, which could be like summer in Oswego, New York. You know, so it's a it's a good time to enjoy the outdoors if you're if you're not if you're not afraid of a little chill in the air at night after the sun goes down. Um, but those are different kind of things. If you're a uh, casino gambler, you you may get one of those VIP offers. Those are good times. You know, you could go to any uh, of your favorite restaurants and bars uh, anywhere in Vegas because essentially anywhere with a TV is going to have a special. It's going to have uh, reserved seating available, parties, all you can drink, all you can eat. Um, one of my favorites that's at a fairly uh, affordable uh, range, 
you can go on the strip of the Miracle Mile shops. I love Blondie's in there. You could go um, about a block, uh, about maybe a quarter mile behind the Vegas Strip to Ellis Island. They have parties from like $110 um, and up, and I believe above uh, 200 The Westgate has some good parties as well. So, I mean, pretty much anywhere you can get a a uh, TV in, any bar or restaurant is going to be able to have um, a good experience. It's really a matter of what you prefer. And I would recommend go where you like to go. And if you're going to have to pay for it, that's, you know, you're paying for that experience. So might as well get what you want and enjoy. Mark, before we let you go, who do you like in the game? I am looking for an alternate line because I think uh, the Rams are going to crush. So I'm waiting on that to see uh, to see what I could do there. So uh, I've been playing alternate lines all year, and it, this has been my best football season in about uh, – in about five years. So I'm going to take that and keep going with it as far as I can go. There you go. And uh, unfortunately, no, no, no uh, reverse teaser cards on the, uh, on the Super Bowl. Uh, I know you had a man, the, <laughs> you had a big year Chris, on those Mark. Chris Andrews over at South point created such a great um, item that I fell in love with this year. Can't lie. Hey, it, it, and for years to come, it might actually be a, uh, a little more profitable than it's been in the past because of the weird results. Thanks to one extra game in the national football league. Uh, he's Mark Meltzer. Get him on the tweets at melts Vegas. A lot of great Vegas related content that you should check out and follow Mark on Twitter and Instagram at melts Vegas. Mark pleasure to have you on tonight. Thanks for being with us. My pleasure. Of course. Always fun to talk, talk to a uh, Meltzer like seltzer as Gil Alexander always will say, uh, of course, uh, for, uh, for more from Mark Meltzer, uh, and also, of course, our producer Brian Ortega was on there as well. The uh, the Beating the Book Megapod, uh, the uh, Vegas Lifestyles pod. Uh, go check that out uh, this week for more of Mark Meltzer. There's really discussions on all sorts, of, uh, on basically every restaurant you need to know here in the Valley, Adam. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I actually got to talk about this a little bit on Thursday's primetime action with Matt Brown, where we were talking about, you know, look, if you're coming out here, I don't know how many reservations are still available or different places to go for dinner and all that. But if you haven't made any yet and you're coming out here for the Super Bowl or start looking ahead to March Madness as well, make reservations to the places that you want to go because, you know, a lot of places are still short-staffed, a lot of places not running as many tables and all that. So, you know, make sure you're making reservations for the places that you want to go. And you, know, you can reach out to people like Mark on Twitter. You know, he's, he's a very approachable guy on Twitter. If you want to know about certain restaurants or anything like that, just feel free to reach out to him at Melts Vegas, and that's Melts with a Z. I will, I will say this real quick. There is one new property in a high-trafficked area that seemingly still has good amount of reservations on any day available for restaurants. And there are good quality restaurants in there. Yeah. Got a got a nice little red facade on the side, if you catch my drift there, Adam Burke. <laughs> uh, they're down at the uh, north end of the Strip now. Uh, the new Resorts World property is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're right, especially... For next weekend, could be if you don't have your reservations, you got to make make reservations for restaurants and everything now. Uh, and you brought it up. Never too early to think about March Madness, which is still the most crowded individual day will be next Sunday. The most crowded individual week will be starting that Thursday at the NCAA tournament. Just always is. Last year was a little bit weird still because there was still – Still a lot of COVID protocol. It was still still before uh, a good amount of people had uh, had access to the vaccine. It's going to be back to normal pretty much, if not all the way normal for March Madness this year. 
Which is, uh, which is really exciting, actually. It is. I'm looking forward to my first one out here. Yeah, it's a, it's a heck of a time, as you know. More Super Bowl props coming your way next here on Beeson's Bet At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Bet Center is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn is working to create a world where you can enjoy life. On your own terms. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go, anywhere, and anytime, so you never miss a minute of the game or tailgate party. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, citrus, and coffee. Zinn can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zinn anywhere you are. Zinn's Nicotine Pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell, plus easy to use indoors or out making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zinn comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zinn, nicotine, uh, Zinn contains nicotine and is only for 21-year-old and older adult nicotine consumers. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. It is VEASAN's Bet Center. He's Adam Burke. I'm Jeff Parles. It has not gotten any better for BYU. It is 40 to 17 with four minutes to go in the first half. Here's the thing with Gonzaga, Adam. It really did feel like it was the missed opportunity of missed opportunities last year for them, where they get back to the title game, they run through everyone in the regular season, and they get to the title game and just get dominated by Baylor dominated the whole game and this year's team even though they have the losses they have the loss to Duke here in town which Duke played a, a fabulous game in that game and it wasn't it wasn't like Gonzaga played poorly or anything Duke just beat them that's gonna happen the loss in Seattle to Alabama still doesn't make any sense with the way Alabama has played this year of course that was one of the few games where Alabama actually shot the ball well but Gonzaga even with how good Auburn is and I think Auburn should be rated ahead of them in, in in the meaningless AP polls. Give Auburn a nod there. But from the betting markets, I have no problem with Gonzaga being 
the short shot. It will be the short shot once the tournament comes around. They're going to be a one seed. They're going to be the one in the West, which means they get to go through the West Coast the whole way through and until the Final Four in New Orleans this year. But, Adam, this is just, again, a, a, a WCC that is vastly improved this year. And Gonzaga's whipping BYU, who is a team that is usually quite good at home. By the way, for the BYU perspective, they've gone from shooing to make the NCAA tournament to, wait a second, they might be looking at settling for Dayton all of a sudden. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I think it's a really important point that you made that the West Coast Conference is just generally a lot better. I mean, San Francisco is a very legitimate team. BYU... And tonight, notwithstanding, is a, a pretty solid team overall. You know, even a team like Santa Clara is playing better this year. They St. Mary's is good St. again. St. Mary's is good again, right. And I actually saw St. Mary's for the Maui Invitational here uh, when they took on Notre Dame. So, you know, look, Gonzaga being a little bit more tested, at least, you know, based on the strength of the conference, is something that should ultimately help them long term. Uh, and look, also, too, you know, they're up 42 to 17 in this game, about 320 or so left in the first half. Like, people are going to look down on a performance like this and say, well, they're not playing anybody. They're in the West Coast Conference. All they can do is play the teams that are on their schedule, and if they dominate them like this, I think that still speaks to the quality of this Gonzaga this team. Is, it's, not like they're, it's not like they're beating Pepperdine. By the way, they only play Pepperdine once anyway, who's really <laughs> terrible this year. They uh, they play Pacific next week. That's a, a very bad team. Uh, but look, I mean, they've destroyed BYU the first time and put 110 on BYU in the kennel. They beat San Francisco in a game where, by the way, the Dons did cover the closing number in that game, but wasn't really competitive. They get St. Mary's twice. I will say give the WCC credit because there was a lot of COVID issues out, out in that conference at the beginning of January, basically like the entire college basketball landscape. They at least managed to get Gonzaga, BYU, St. Mary's, and San Francisco. Everyone has gotten around Robin with them which is all that matters this year. This is the best that conference has ever been. If you have an opportunity to get, heck, it's hard for that conference to get two bids uh, with Gonzaga and St. Mary's. They have a legitimate chance at four. Problem is for that conference right now, BYU is just in a complete implosion mode right now. Lost to Santa Clara last week, lost that horrible game to Pacific while we were on the air. And then San Francisco really thoroughly beat them up earlier in the week, and now Gonzaga doing their thing. Staying in the state of Utah, our yes. friend Ben Wilson, who's on assignment there in Salt yes. Lake City doing Oregon and Utah, that wound up being a game. 80-77, to 77, Oregon holds on to win that one, but uh, that one wound up being a big game. And, you know, we were kind of watching it during the break here on the screen back behind us, and, and you made a comment about how that would just be an awful, basically deplorable loss for Oregon with the yeah. way that Utah's been playing. They're able to pull it out, but not a lot of confidence gained in the Ducks, I don't think, from that performance. Ducks actually, uh, look, since the years turned over to 2022, have been good. They've only lost once, which was that ridiculous loss at home to Colorado two weeks ago where they're up by 16 in the first half and managed to lose the game by four. Uh, but they sweep the the elevation road trip. They win in Boulder earlier in the week. They win in Salt Lake City tonight. Our guy Ben Wilson at least getting a good game, which is good. He also got off the Fox Business Channel, so that's also good. For our guy, Ben Wilson, no disrespect to the Fox Business Channel, just saying uh going to have more people wanting sports on FS1 than the Fox Business Channel uh, there, Adam. Uh, there are a uh, few other games going right now uh, in college hoops. Uh, <laughs> the UCLA one's interesting. Yeah, I, by the way, I was going to say this real quick. Early, earlier in the, in the night, you mentioned this to me because one of the better mid-majors in the country is Belmont, and Belmont was down by 17 earlier. The Tennessee Tech, that game's in overtime. 
You could have Belmont with a minute and a half to go down by five at plus three twenty-five. Yeah, they'll they'll probably win that game in overtime now. <laughs> I would say so. And in fact, you know, you were kind of looking at it, and and you said something during the break. You know, it looks like a live betting opportunity, maybe. And yeah. look, those are things that you know you, you want to try to keep an eye on here. And as I said, a lot of people are going to gravitate over towards college basketball once the Super Bowl is behind us. And those are opportunities that you can look for throughout the night for sure. By the way, the Gonzaga BYU game is so competitive that Sean Farnham is eating a giant chocolate eclair right now. Yeah. That just shows how good that game is. What, what is the live number on this game? Uh, during the last break, it was 30. 20, it's now 27, 27 and a half. And a half. I, I don't want to take it. I don't want to take the 27 and a half with BYU. I feel like Gonzaga minus 9,000 on the live money line is not a bad play. You're not going to lose. <laughs> You're not going to lose on that. Uh, by the way, UCLA, you brought him up. UCLA actually losing at halftime in Tempe to Arizona State, who is horrible this year. Uh, UCLA uh, trailing 34-32 at the break. Sun Devils with the lead. Well, like six and a half in the second half with UCLA? That doesn't seem like a bad one. Well, let's see here. I mean, UCLA two for eight from three. And this is something that they really struggled with in the first half against Arizona, too. They had a pathetic shooting performance in the first half against the Wildcats. Arizona did end up covering the full game, but that one did get much closer and much, much more competitive. Uh, They let them play in that game, too. Only two fouls for UCLA, which is important because in that game against Arizona, Juzang picked up two early fouls in the first half, didn't play most of the first half, kind of threw them out of rhythm a little bit. Here he's got seven points in the first half and no foul trouble for UCLA. So, you would think they would shoot the ball a little bit better in the second half and also probably defend better uh, where Arizona State shooting 40% from three here to this point. I think that's the second half bet. I might have to. Again, I, I, I will I will preface all this. This is, uh, it's been one of, one for the books today for me, Adam, Book, Adam Berg. Uh, just uh, yeah, been, been tough out there today. Uh, one other result I want to bring up from earlier in the day. Um, the UConn Huskies and Villanova. Villanova covers and wins and covers, I should say, against UConn. UConn was a pretty popular play. I even looked at it, but the number got a little too short for me uh, overnight. Uh, Villanova, 85, UConn, 74. Nova covers is a five or a four and a half point favorite. Adam, we we talked about, I talked about it earlier, earlier in the week on a numbers game. I thought UConn was a team that you could look at in the futures market at a big bloated number that you say, all right, you know what? They're probably not winning the national championship. They're probably they may not even make the second weekend. Heck, they're the way they play. They're susceptible to losing as a sixty-six seed to a good eleven seed. But at sixty-five to one, seventy to one, they, I thought they were worth a play. This was not a good good performance today against a Villanova team that was already down multiple guys, and Colin Gillespie got hurt in the middle of the game as well. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The Colin Gillespie injury is the, really the big thing to take away from that one, I think. Uh, Jay Wright said he's getting x-rays on his ankle tomorrow. Not good. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, obviously, a player that means so much to that Wildcats team. And Look, Jay Wright, one of the best in the business. As we know, his teams are always ready for the month of March. Uh, so, you know, fingers crossed for them with the Gillespie injury. And, and keep in mind, too, even if there's not something severely wrong with it, you know, I mean, Villanova is a team that they have a lot of depth typically. Maybe that's a situation where they just kind of err on the side of caution. So maybe we get to see if somebody else steps up because I always kind of look for that superstar subtraction theory of when a star player goes out, everybody does a little bit more, at least for a couple of games. But then sometimes it's hard to keep overcoming the loss of a star. Villanova has this upcoming week. They play, I would imagine, the game at St. John's is at MSG and not Carnesecca. 
uh, on Tuesday night. And then they get Seton Hall, who has been very erratic because of the injury to Bryce Aiken, who hasn't played in the better portion of three weeks now. Uh, so that's something to monitor with Villanova. More on college hoops, and we're going to go more into the props. That's next. Decent's Bet Center rolling along. Hour three coming your way next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.